we are back from the episode of Too Many Men. Uh, Tony Pickenich, John Galliata, Tyler Dyes, Zach Riley, Eric Johnson Hi, on Zoom. Hello. Hello. Nobody's talking to you. You looked you right at me. You be addressed. You looked you right did. at you me. Looked, you I looked directly at, I looked at everybody. Longingfully. What? <laughs> Only when spoken to. Yeah, I guess so. John? Yes. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we have a bunch of sports topics to get into. Not not that much football. A little bit of football. A little bit. Not, 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 not that much NFL. Yeah. College took the fucking headlines this week. What happened with college? Nick Saban and Jimbo Fisher. Uh, we yeah. just went over it. As we were going I, you just said their names. I didn't hear what happened. Do you know who they are? I, I know Nick Saban. Yes. Okay, who does he coach? Alabama, Okay, right? who does Jimbo Fisher okay. coach? I could not Take tell you. Take a guess. Uh, Oklahoma. Texas, Texas A&M. Uh, I knew it. Yeah. I knew Zach, it. I send in the group chat. I haven't checked the group chat much the last couple of days. Uh, yeah, you've been too busy working. sulking. Over Max Scherzer, well, which too. we will also yeah. get to. But we're going to start with golf. Um, a couple of legends took the course. Yeah, oh, yeah. These past two days. We'll start with Tiger Woods. Oh, yeah. I love to see him back. I couldn't believe that he came back from his first day, which he was, what, four over? Yeah. After the first day, which he started with a birdie. And I was through the roof excited for him. I was, like, ready to call him the winner of the tournament. Oh, you were ready to declare it right oh, there? Oh, yeah. It was over for you? Well, I mean, you did, you saw my message. It said, is it too early to be excited? Because I was take, pretty damn excited. I'll take premature celebration for 200, Alex. Yeah. <laughs> Tiger Woods went one under today, right? Yeah. Oh, fuck. He's tied for 53rd. Minus one. Three over. It's okay. Total. It's okay. Will Zalatoris is in the league nine under. Not that long. Not that long. Yeah, we're going to need another at least 72 holes if he wants to catch I mean, that if up. it's anything like his Masters win, I mean. It's not. <laughs> there, wasn't, there wasn't a 12-stroke gap. Uh, it, was a, it was a big gap. Maybe uh, not that big, but. Who finished was... in dead last? Oakley. Oof. 23 over. That'd be us. No, we'd be worse than that. We'd be like 50 over. We're like 20-something over and 18. Yeah. <laughs> we're more than like 20-something over most of the time. Yep. Like twenty to thirty. <laughs> yeah, okay. You know, roughly in there. Uh where's John Daly? He was cut he was, I hope he, over. He got cut. Oh yeah. man. No. Just after hammering the casino after the night of round one. Oh, yeah, six nice. over <laughs> six over round two. Over total. Oh, oh, it was just today, I guess. He he would have been in it if he didn't have today that bad. <laughs> Thank Maybe you, it's Zach. because he was hung over from the, the casino. Let's be honest. That man has never played golf a day in his life where he's not either hung over or hammered. Let's be honest. He That's doesn't true. care. He's got his wins. Yeah, yeah no, he's, he's just hanging out. two I mean, major he gets, wins. He gets the grandfathered in like, I'm going to take a cart around and <laughs> fucking play There's golf. some courses that don't let him. And he doesn't really? play those well, courses. Yeah, he doesn't yeah, play. He, doesn't he play. only <laughs> plays when he He can. doesn't play Augusta for that very reason. I yeah. am. I'm not watching this tournament. Okay. Why? Because it was supposed to be right nearby <laughs> originally. Where was it supposed to be? Oh, it was, it was supposed at, to be at uh, Trump. Trump National. Yeah, now it's in. Oh, yeah, they moved they, it. They moved it kind of. Tulsa, Oklahoma? Yeah, yeah that's, that's crazy. crazy. Why didn't like, you put didn't it somewhere else in it. Jersey? They didn't oh. move it, like, to a golf course. I don't know. It could have went to, you know, Paramus. Something I like that. Well, Meadows Golf Club. It, well, no, they no. actually had. Tournaments I'm, and I'm aware. Okay. Tell me just, they haven't had tournaments like, at Meadows. Maybe not PGA tournaments, but they've they, definitely had tournaments there. Okay. I, I don't have an issue with them moving it from Trump. We should join one of those tournaments. None. I have no issue with that. But you should just kept it nearby. Yeah, at least in the state, or at least like yeah. the tri-state area. Yeah, at least do it within driving. Hell, I'll do it I'll, at least the East Coast. Yeah. Yeah. You moved, you moved it this shit to Oklahoma. That's crazy. Moved it to Tulsa, Oklahoma. I could have oh. been at that. I mean, imagine if this was oh, in Jersey. Was, we no, 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 no. If it's in Jersey and John Daly is in AC that night. Oh, I would have been in AC looking for him. Yeah. yeah. Every night of the weekend. He's hammering away at like the $500 spin if this, slots. If this was still in Jersey, I would have gotten passes every single day, VIP, you name it. I would have loved to see John Daly like in action. Yeah, imagine just like I'd follow him all his whole day. I'd ask him to golf. <laughs> Should tell him to go play Meadows. Like after, oh so yeah. he can go break the course record. That would be Shaw's awesome. barefoot drinking already. Where um what was the course record at Bali High in, in Las Vegas? Was oh, it, it was a sixty two or something was, like that by Tony yes, Finau? Yes, Tony Finau I think it was a sixty two. And I asked Yeah. I mean come on. Yeah, I mean, what's the course record? I want to be curious. <laughs> I want to do that at every big course we go to now. Hey, what's the course record? 
I'll beat it. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. I got it. <laughs> and then just walk in with a card that says that we beat it. Yeah. Like, see, look, I <laughs> I, I just it. shot a fifty-three. <laughs> I feel like daily by twelve be, strokes. So, I feel like daily's so gonna yes, be up there in, uh, on the list. Of, oh, oh, sorry, Eric, go ahead. Just saying, in minor protest of it not being at least somewhere close by, I am not watching this turn. I gotta watch Tiger. Fair enough. Yeah, now he's oh. made the cut. Yeah, oh. I gotta have to. Oh. I'm even tired. Nothing better than seeing that tiger red on Sunday. Because because I'm gonna see that and think I should be there. Why don't you just fly out to Oklahoma? Yeah, really. Why would I fly out to Oklahoma? What is there? You were so hell bent on sitting it. <laughs> what is there doing Oklahoma? You can gamble with John Daly. Ooh, yes. <laughs> I would give anything to gamble with John That'd Daly. Be a lot of fun. Imagine <laughs> being at the craps table with John Daly. I oh, bet he's man. just pure electricity. Oh, yeah. Imagine being yeah. at the craps table anywhere, Trish. Yes. I wish. <laughs> you wish we could go right now. Stop it. <laughs> What's next on the list? Let's move away from golf. We basically stretched out that golf conversation as long as it could go. That wasn't next. really about golf. Oh, wait. We got to talk NHL. about the guy who's winning. I said Will Zalatoris is we in the league. Will Zalatoris. Oh, okay. Nine under. Next, we're moving on to the NHL. And we have uh, Bonus is stepping away from the uh, Dallas Stars. Yeah, what's his first name? I don't remember. <laughs> I didn't nice know. Nice I just wrote bonus. Rick Bonus. There you go. Former head coach of the Dallas yeah. Stars. In a decision that seemed mutual. What Seattle. are you pointing at? Yeah, I understand. I see the Seattle Mariners score. Thank you. It's 4-3. Okay. Aren't the Red Sox at home? Yeah, they're at the bottom of the eighth. It's fine. They got runners on first it's, and second. two outs. Okay, all right, all right. So Rick Bonus has stepped away as head coach of the Dallas Stars. None of his assistant coaches will be coming back in any kind of capacity. So the Rick Bonus era ends after three years and one Stanley Cup final appearance. There had been rumors over the last three years, basically since he got the job as interim head coach back in 2020, that he did not want the job. He was just stepping in temporarily. And then they went to the Stanley Cup final, and he kind of like had to keep the job. <laughs> and now it's it's what, it's what about course. being the head coach of the Dallas Stars rubs him the wrong way? I don't think he wanted to coach. I think this he just wanted retirement. to be, this is a retirement. He just wanted probably. to be done. It's so, been the game a long time. They used the term, like, stepped away. Did he actually step away? Is that just, like, you know, le- terminology saying because, oh, yeah, you're fired, but... Well, no, no there's no situation the where face. the Stars would have fired their head coach. They just went seven games with, like, the, the, the second team in the Western Conference. Like, there's no situation where that was like, okay, you're fired. Yeah. They were talking about relieving him of his duties halfway through the year when they were in a bad spot, but then they just came storming back and made the playoffs. So seven three, seven three. Yeah, he he three had a three run home, home run. <laughs> yeah, the, at the, the score you told me to look at. Yeah, as soon as I you said you should just something. sit there and shut up. Yeah, don't point at any scores. I didn't see the score. It was close. I need the Rays to win. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he's stepping away. So they'll have a new head coach. They're entering into the head coaching carousel: Winnipeg, Philly. Shout out. Uh, they've shout already out gotten to, their interviews underway. Shout out to the guy that said that the Leafs should fire Sheldon Keefe and bring in Bonus. Rick Bonus is trying to just step away and go quietly into retirement, and there's people that want to drag him into some kind of Toronto coaching search when they haven't even fired their head coach yet or given off any indication that they will be doing that. I mean, they are in the playoffs every year. Yeah. It's, What's next? They don't win, but they're in the playoffs. Next, we have the <laughs> uh, Stanley Cup yeah. playoffs. Speaking of the playoffs. Yeah. yeah. And uh, currently, the Rangers are playing the Canes. Yeah. And losing. Second nothing. Yeah. Um, Down Canes scored a nail. shorthanded goal. I think it was Brendan Smith, right? So scored it. Yeah, it was Brendan Smith. And uh, it was a tough game one for the New York Rangers because they played a basically a perfect game. Until Sebastian Ajo squeaks one by Igor Shesterkin to force overtime, and then Ian Cole scores off of who was it? Was it Lindgren? Uh yeah, and Capo Kako missed a missed uh, a wide open net to make it a two goal game. So they just could not put the Hurricanes away, and like they've done all season, they just hung around and a demoralizing loss. I know the Rangers didn't give off that vibe, but man, they had that game in their back pocket, and they lost. But it's one nothing right now in the game, one nothing right now in the series is the answer to the third period. Trish, what's next? Next we have the St. Louis Blues are playing the Colorado Avalanche. Ah uh, yes, the St. Louis Blues. They won last night. 
Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Nope. <laughs> it makes zero sense, actually. I would love I would love St. Louis to win this series. Love it. Why? So would this so would the province of Alberta. So would yeah. the entire province <laughs> sure. of Alberta. Because I guarantee you both those fan bases are seeing a St. Louis win as a cakewalk of a trip to the Stanley I, Cup final. I've been wanting the cup to go back yeah, they to wouldn't Canada. even think, oh, the team that beat the best team. No, they're, they're not going to beat us. Gonna beat us. <laughs> we got them. I've, I've been wanting the cup to go back home to Canada for years. This is the best. I, I said last Back year was the it. best shot because you were guaranteed a team, you know. In, oh, yeah, they had their own division. <laughs> yeah, thing, in right? the conference final. So, like, that was your best shot. But I'm rooting for Calgary. I've said, I'm this, rooting for I said Edmonton. this last week. Edmonton's dude, game one of that fucking series, man. Throwing, oh, the score? I didn't see Calgary. The score was 9 6. Oh, my goodness. I'm rooting for Edmonton. It better be over eight If Connor McDavid doesn't get it, he's got it. He's got it. Gotta happen. Well, how many years? If he doesn't get one this year, how many more years do you think? Well, they won a series, that? so that buys it. Like, he's not gonna ask out or anything after this uh, year. I don't know. No, 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 no. Not after this year, but if next year, if, if they like lose the series, there's another two, and years they of don't not. address the goaltending situation in the off season, then he'll start to ask questions. Not just goaltending. Or it's mostly goaltending. It's also defense. You score six. Go- it's it, dude. They, Mike Smith allowed three goals, I believe, on five shots and yes. was pulled. <laughs> That's right. <wrong. laughs> Something like that. But it's also defense. Yeah. You don't allow nine goals and not have any of it be on the defense. No, but the goaltending also was Sure, a good portion of those, if the goalie was better, it could have been, you know. At the end of the day, your goalie's got to make a stop on something, and neither of those goalies in that game were. (laughs) And now Koskinen's going to leave. Yeah, Koskinen, the backup goalie, has announced he, or it's been rumored that he's signing with the Swiss League. What? Next year, he's still under contract right now, playing in the Stanley Cup playoffs. Ah. Oh, he doesn't. Nah, fuck that. He got his bag from Peter Shirelli. Yeah. That was his parting gift. Shirelli ever did. (laughs) Five million dollars. Here you go. There you go. There you go. You fired me. Bet I just signed our backup goaltender that contract. I will see you later. (laughs) What's the last series? Uh, The second to last series is the Bolts versus second to last. Oh, wait, yeah, I, I went out of order. We got yeah, Bolts, Bolts versus Tampa. Panthers. Bolts, uh, Bolts Panthers. Panthers. 2 nothing Tampa. Panthers dropped both games at home. Called it. Called it. Yeah. The Tampa Bay Lightning are the best team in the National Hockey League. Oh, yeah. They have been for and, a few years. And um, Patrick Maroon is 10 wins away from having as many Stanley Cups as Wayne Gretzky. One more than Marty. <laughs> Which is just a wild thing to think. That's stupid. He's going to have as many as Patty Waugh. I mean, that's that's crazy. That shouldn't happen. Everywhere he goes, it, it's just... Success. Congratulations. You're winning at least three series. We're going. <laughs> and he was in Edmonton, too. And he was here in Jersey. And it's like, why? why where was that? Well, he, we did go to the playoffs. We were going to the playoffs before we traded for him. Going to going yeah going to the playoffs. And that's also not the same as what he's doing in St. Louis and Winning, Tampa twice in a row. Almost three. Winning a series would have been if that's they three Pete, that'll be something else. That'd be nuts. I, and that would be in his fourth in a row. Yeah. Fuck. If I was a team that was like a fringe contender, <laughs> I would just be Patty throwing Moore. the bag at him. Like, just take it. Just take all the money. The Patrick McCaw of the NHL. Right. Forgot about oh him. Oh, my God. I forgot about that, too. What's next on the list, Trish? Moving on to the NFL, we have uh, Nick Foles is rumored. Mm. Uh, oh, the yes. Colts are rumored to be after Nick Foles. Mm, they're trying hard to get a deal done to reunite the boys. Oh, if only Frank this was Reich last and season. Nick Foles. Yes. If, only if only this man. was last oh, season. Man. Oh, that would have been the greatest storyline ever. Tom would be in shambles. He would Carson be. Wentz, the supporter on the show. Carson the Colts would have won the Super Bowl last Nick year if they done again that. is a tough scene. I should have. I'm telling you, Washington should have. Washington should just go. You know what? They should. Insurance policy. <laughs> it works for Philly. Why won't it work for us? Yeah. Same division. Come on. Honestly. Yeah. Same dog shit teams you got to play. What's the matter? So the Colts were probably going to have about 10 wins prior to Nick Foles, and afterwards they're going to have about 10 wins. Yeah, it doesn't really do anything does, unless does Matt nothing, Ryan does, does nothing. Unless Matt Ryan channels his inner Carson Wentz. It's not the regular season wins you got to look at. When it's you the playoff ones. It's I the mean, this yeah. uh, Indy is a team that, in the past couple of years, not getting anywhere in the playoffs. First round exits, 
That's why you bring in Nick Foles, I guess. Yeah, you listen. You, you bring, like you this listen. regular season ends. You pat Matt Ryan on the back and go, "You did a great fucking job." I, but I, it's his team now. I would have <laughs> wanted. Now, now, how does Tom feel about this? I did not talk to Tom about it. Um, I'm sure he's a huge fan. He's also a big Matt Ryan fan for some reason. But I mean, you got Matt Ryan. Tom who, loves his mediocre quarterbacks. Yeah. Matt Ryan, who can't win a Super Bowl. Well, Eric, you like. He Kirk, likes Kirk Cousins. Yeah, you like Kirk yeah. Cousins. What's the difference? We got Matt Ryan, who can't win a Super Bowl, and we got Nick Foles, who barely loses in the postseason. I think it's you the go perfect. With Nick Foles. It's the perfect yeah. duo. You let Matt Ryan build up the leads, and then you bring Nick Foles to finish it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, or you throw the ball. To Nick I don't Foles. think Matt Ryan's gonna like that. <laughs> oh, he definitely wouldn't. <laughs> but imagine, like dude, imagine just the sheer well, look just, on Matt Ryan's face, as if in Super Bowl, what's going on, fifty-seven? Yeah. Super Bowl fifty-seven. The Colts are up, let's say, 21-10 at halftime. And Frank Wright goes up and goes, listen, Matt, you did a great fucking job. I'm bringing Nick Foles in. What? I'm bringing Nick Foles in. He's been here. He's done this. He's a proven winner. You like to blow second-half leads. We do not have that track record with Nick Foles. That's why we're bringing in Nick. Nick Foles fair, has a, a lot of it was coaching. It would probably drive Matt Ryan into, A, either requesting a trade or, retirement. B, retiring. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, Frank Reich actually won a Super Bowl with Nick Foles. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I mean, that's trying to that reunite actually, that duo. That could happen. I could honestly. I know see what that. he's. I've seen it firsthand. I know what he's capable of. I just got. I got to take you out. Chris Ballard. I'd be okay with him winning one Chris, because then Chris all the Ballard's, Eagles fans will just be like uh, in pain. <laughs> Chris Ballard's probably thinking to himself, "Hey, couldn't do it with Carson Wentz. Let's try it with Nick Foles." Yeah. What's next? Tersh. Next on our list, <clears throat> we have Nick Saban and the Jimbo Fisher story. Ah. Well, I guess NFL was abroad. You skip over James Bradbury, you sign with the Eagles? skip over James Bradbury because you don't want to talk I about did. the birds. Why? Fuck the Eagles. Honestly. He's oh. also not that good oh. of a cornerback. So I can't yeah. wait I can't wait to see what Kadarius Tony does to that man. <laughs> is there still beef going on? How, is he, did he ever show he, up to oh. the Kadarius Tony? Did he ever show up there? Yeah, no, he showed up there. a while he's, ago. Yeah, he's, been, he's been very I attentive. Know, I haven't he heard has anything, turned so. on James Bradbury I, now. Yeah, of course. I, I of course, he's wearing green now. Gonna, Duh. He was good when you got. He was wearing blue. He wasn't good last year, and I'm on record saying he wasn't good last year. I don't know. I didn't. I, I mean, you're just honest, upset he signed in Philly. I didn't. I couldn't care less that he signed in Philly because at the end of the day, Jalen Hurts still throwing that ball, and it could be many wins for him. And you can I mean, take that to the bank. I mean, listen. They Get a real quarterback. I mean, they have two picks next year in the draft to find a quarterback if they do. <laughs> next year. <laughs> James no, Bradbury's no, no, no. James Bradbury contract is oh, one okay. year, John. Listen, this is Eagles slander. I won't stand for it. Why? Yeah, why? What? You want me to do the Jets slander? I can bring that up. Oh, God. Zach Wilson's a loser wearing Mets jerseys. Uh, let's go back to the bird slander. Fuck off. <laughs> listen, I had the Eagles win the East before this. I still have the Eagles win the East. Yeah, James Bradbury is not. I don't understand that. Dallas? James Bradbury is not moving a needle at no. all, because at the end of the day, if you run man coverage, which you're gonna have to do against a team like Dallas, James Bradbury does not do man coverage. Yeah, I mean, what's that corner situation for them now anyway? Like Darius like Slay and James, Slay, Bradbury, James yeah. Bradbury. Who's that other guy? Maddox. Is he good? I, don't know. I like him not. He's in Maddox. Philly. I, I think he's good. Um. But, again, I'd rather be starting Bradbury. I can't believe you have Dallas losing to the, to the Eagles in the division. I can't see really? that. I think I think Dallas at least makes the playoffs, unless the Giants make a miraculous I run. I didn't say Dallas I didn't say Dallas wins in the playoffs. I just said the Eagles won the division. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, more than one team can go. They expanded everything. Bro, more than one team could go for, like, the past, like, uh, 50 fucking years. <laughs> what are you talking about? I mean, you know got, those years the Giants won the Super Bowl, other NFC East teams went, at least for the first the first of the two. Uh, I mean, if Dallas regresses... Do you know what's could, going on? No. <laughs> I could easily see the NFC East winner having, like, eight wins. A losing record? Yeah. It hap- it's happened before. It happened two years ago. Yeah, it did. I understand it's happened before, John. You should, you should you know. Piece you got, of garbage. You'd also argue this, this division is essentially the same as last year. <laughs> Nobody's talking to you either. Okay, fine. <laughs> John, listen, I'll, I'm not. I'm not an Eagles fan. I don't like the Eagles. I'm just saying. Seems like you're. An sounds Eagles like you like the Eagles. You're a sympathizer. I, That's what I'm hearing. Listen, I just think that the Eagles like got a little bit like an inflated reputation from their performance last year. I mean, they got their ass kicked by all the top teams. In the I watched season. Jalen Hurst throw like four interceptions against the Giants. I was in person for that. 
And that was a Blake Martinez-less. Tate Crowder had an interception. It felt great. <laughs> you have no idea how good that felt. But all I'm saying is this. That, is, that, was, is prob- that was also probably the worst game of Jalen Hurts' career, besides maybe the playoff game. Oh, that's you know, it. division opponent when it matters most. Whatever. <laughs> um, fuck Jalen Hurts. Yeah, I just think they've, good, I think they've done everything they have to do, taking away like any reasonable doubt as to why Jalen Hurts sucks. You know, they put a good team around him. Yeah, the, the Eagles. The Eagles got better. Dallas did not. It's simple. Yes, but did they bridge that gap? No. Because at the end of the, the day, Dak Prescott is still way better yeah. than Jalen Hurts. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, you know, I don't know if Jalen Hurts would have ran with 12 seconds left on the clock. I don't think anybody would have ran with 12 seconds left on the clock. But, you know. That was, I, I, I still can't believe they did that as the Tampa Bay Rays take the lead, baby. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't hit a bet in weeks. Uh, what were we talking about? All oh, right. Yeah, Eagles. no. Yeah, no. Cowboys. Hell, Washington might be better than this year. Book that. Carson Wentz and the Commanders. Ooh. Commander Carson. Over the Eagles? Yeah, I can see that. Colin Eagles Coward. coming in fourth in this division. Colin Coward had, had an Eagles, Commanders, Cowboys, Giants. And if you're a That's Giants cool. fan, you got to feel good about that with Colin Cowherd's track record. If he's putting the Giants in fourth, you just got to feel good about that. Yeah, that guy was Like, I see that as a win. That guy was yeah, Sam Darnold's biggest fan. Also, so. the Giants have a very easy schedule this year. Goddamn right they do. Yeah, goddamn right. They play the no, NFC East no six excuses. times. There's no excuse. I don't want to hear anything. Okay. All right. Well, what do you mean by no excuses? What are you expecting exactly? Sweep the I'm expecting the over on the win total. You're expecting seven and a half. Seven and a half, seven and a half right? I'm ex- Eight I'm wins? Expect- I'm, ex- I'm expecting at least a winning record. You understand this is a team that made zero improvements on their roster. They improved at They're right tackle and edge rusher. Yeah. They also, more dead cap. <laughs> they yeah, they also, fucked on also, more dead cap. It's, but it's only this year. Telling other team or telling free agents, yeah, don't come here. We don't have cap space. Well, I mean, what do you want them to say? No, we have all this cap space. And then yeah. when they come to make an offer, be like, yo, here's $2 million. <laughs> don't, don't waste, don't waste your time. $500,000 and a toaster. <laughs> don't, waste, don't waste your time in MetLife. Go to that other office and down in Florham Park. Why would you waste your time there? That's where the Jets offices are. Yeah, I know, but why would you waste your time there? That's like the definition of wasting time. Because <laughs> money. Money talks. Time. It's making money. So does winning. Making money. Winning How many time. rings, John? One. Right. No, 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 no. I mean, like, this century. <laughs> <laughs> The worst lifetime ever. You did ask how many rings. You know, I watched Eli Manning win as many uh, playoff games in one year as your franchise has in the past 20 years. I have one word for you. What's that word? Boat trip. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I mean, that's fine. That's also two words. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The Giants were in the playoffs that year. Yeah, that year. John, talk is cheap, John. I've watched the Giants win two Super Bowls. Yeah, but I've lived through win? the hype of Zach Wilson, Sam Darnold, Mark Sanchez, oh, yeah. Geno oh, Smith, Sanchez. Greg McElroy for that one week. Mike White. You, you say these, Mike White. You say these names like they bring me pain. I'm numb to it at this point. All right. <laughs> I feel like I, I Mark look, Sanchez should give you pain. No. Honestly, he went he to two, two AFC championships. And then you guys and then butt kicked him to Sanchez. the fucking curb. <laughs> if you don't like was, him at his best, you... you I don't know where I'm going with this. If you don't like him at his worst, you don't deserve him at his best. The butt sure. fumble was the funniest thing that's ever happened Honestly. in a professional sporting that's what event you think. ever. It's, it was, it's no. I remember. No. I remember you Jet fans on fucking Twitter and yelling at me. Shout out Jack Oshloff. He was one of the ones yelling at me in that fucking preseason game when one of you Jets bastards cut Eli Manning's head on a sack. Yeah. You guys were yelling, oh, look at look at Eli bleeding. He's such a fucking baby. The fuck do you mean by that? You can suck his rings, you piece of shit. <laughs> I feel like they really hurt you. It's like 2012, 2013, huh? Rings. Rings? R- rings. Look at before, my rings, Ernie. Before before we go on, though, I want to talk to Trish because he Bitch said boy. butt fumble was the most embarrassing thing to happen in a sport. I didn't event. say most embarrassing. I said one of the funniest fucking okay. things to ever happen okay, in because I. Because Tony will support me on this. I saw Patrick Stefan whiff on an empty net and the Oilers. That's true. Yeah, but they won that game. Yeah, but whiffing on an empty net happens all the time. How many times have you seen a ball fumble? No, 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 no. no. (laughs) He was as far away from the net as I am to you. Yeah. 
and he missed the puck. No, 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 no. There was. It's not like an empty net. Like the goalie didn't get over. There was no goalie. No, I understand. There was nobody within twenty-five fucking feet of him. Well, he was did he in, have the puck the whole time? The oh yeah. Oh okay. He skated it to the oh, crease and he fell down. down? Yeah, yeah. And then Alash Hemsky walked back the other way and <laughs> scored and tied the game. Oh, no. Yeah, listen, that'll, that'll happen. No, it won't. They won anyway. Yeah. I'll say. I'll say one thing. I feel like the butt fumble has affected the Jets fan base so much that like we still haven't really recovered from the trauma. Do you remember those AFC Championship games? Of course, but I mean, I'm just like just the thought of the, the butt fumble. It just brings back like. Terrible, terrible memories. It was Bad so funny that on ESPN so they funny. had to stop playing the butt fumble when they were. That was a great Thanksgiving. Sports. They did it every day for like half a year. Bro. Oh, dude, it was like no, the, but they did it for like five they, years it, afterwards. It was the too. reigning not top ten winner for yeah. like three or four years, and they yeah. had to just say we're not including the butt fumble anymore because it's always going to win this. It's so, it's the worst. <laughs> it's not it's not a good play, guys. It's just it's it's a good defense. Play. It was not good defense. It was <laughs> <laughs> Somebody had to jump on that fumble. The saddest, you know what the saddest oh. part is about the butt fumble? Is that pretty much defined the career of Brandon Moore, who is a very good offensive lineman in the NFL. That basically defined the career of Mark Sanchez, too. Like, we think, like, that man went to two AFC championship games. He brought the Jets. Granted, good defense as well, but he... Was the leader of the team at the quarterback position. He went to two AFC championships with the New York fucking Jets. Let's be honest. It was Fat Rex Ryan. It was him too. It was the defense but more than anything. If we if we shit on the quarterback when they're bad, we gotta at least give them praise when they're good. Yeah. They went like because a quarterback can easily lose your team games. Oh, absolutely. So he, even as a game manager at his lowest. Brought the Jets to two consecutive AFC championships. The Jets, who have not been to an AFC championship game in God knows how long. He brought them to two, and the thing we remember most about him is the fact he ran into his own lineman's ass on Thanksgiving. <laughs> and the hot dog on the sideline, too. And the hot dog on the sideline. That was good, too. Like, he was great and for New Rex York sports. And getting him tattooed. He was great sure. for New York sports. Rex Ryan I was love great the, for New I, York I still love the Sanchez. I have nothing but, like, good things to say about him. Really? Sanchez? Sanchez. The Sanchez. You got nothing but good things to say? I listen, it, it didn't end badly because of him. He got injured and then like they like they drafted Geno Smith in the second round and then he let him play that preseason game he tore what was it, his ACL? Do you remember? Now that you just brought it up. Gone. This is the last thing on the Jets. You remember when what was it? IKM Kapali yeah, punched Geno Smith in the face. No, that was the funniest John. shit. And then ever. you guys went ten and six, that was right? That was one of the all time best seasons. <laughs> under under uh it was so Jets. Yeah. Yeah. It was and so then Ryan Fitzpatrick Jets. held out coming into the next season. Yes, he did. That After hype the... might have been the the biggest. Because you guys were just coming off a ten and six season where you guys just missed the playoffs. Because he threw and... four interceptions in week seventeen against the bad Bills team. And even with that the the freshest memory being that shit performance. He walks into next year and holds out. <laughs> he's, he's he got, got his bag nerve. too. Yeah. He did. He got like one year, fourteen mil with a second year option. And then was dog, and shit. dog shit. That's still probably the best Jets quarterback season we've had in the last decade though too. He had like thirty touchdowns. Brandon Marshall John, broke the receiving record for us that year. <laughs> John, I just want to point out. That when I found where I found out that Geno Smith got punched in the face by IKM Kapali, I was on the Hogwarts Express from Islands of Adventure to Universal. Somebody called me and I was like, I couldn't even pay attention to what was going on because I was laughing so hard. And then Rex Ryan, being the total G he is, <laughs> after IKM Kapali got fucking cut, he, he picked him up in Buffalo and yeah, made him a did. captain for that <laughs> color did. rush game against the Jets. That was the colorblind game where yeah. they were it was green versus red. That he made him a captain. All right, what's next on the list? It's Nick Saban, isn't it? It's yeah, Nick Saban, Saban and Nick Jimbo, Saban Fisher. And Jimbo Fisher. Yeah, Nick Saban being upset at NIL deals, and then um, just attacking Jimbo Fisher. Hysterical. Acting like he's never paid. Yeah. A kid to come play ball at Alabama. The pot calling the kettle black. Like, come on. I mean, to be honest, you don't have to pay kids to go to Alabama. That's true. No, but pretty soon you're going to have to. For now. They recruit only five- and four-star recruits. Oh, yeah. And these recruits go there knowing they're going to have to sit for one or two years. True. you got to kick them some incentive. I know you're going to be on the sideline for a while. Yeah. There's no guarantee you're going to play because who knows who the next recruit is they're bringing along. That's true. 
for him to say that, like, and then he attacked Deion Sanders. Why did he, why did he do that? Saying yeah, that did. that uh, that tight end that Jackson State got, I think it was a tight end. Yeah, it was that like Jackson the State got. Yeah, it was like a five star recruit. recruit. He signed an NIL deal with Barstool for a million dollars, and then said, "Well, this is Deion Sanders paying him a million dollars because he works for Barstool." Deion Sanders makes three hundred thousand dollars with Jackson State. Yeah, what? You think you would pay a kid triple his salary? No. Why would he? And Deion Sanders is one of the best recruiters, if not the also, best. So he like, yeah, he works at Barstool. Like he does what one show for them? Yeah, yeah. he is first in prime. I think he does. Yeah, like it's not really like oh he's there in the office every day. Like he just does a, a football show with them here. I would there. love to play for if I was good at football. I would love to play for Deion Sanders. Because he's like top fifteen players of all time. That's why I'm hyped because I want him to bring this team and just bring them to a national championship. Pro- well, they played <laughs> in the spring last year. Yeah, that was a why you didn't hear a lot about him during. I want to play like they a were big... in the fall last year too. Were they? Yeah, I was watching a game uh, in November. Uh, where I want were him to like start playing like big schools. Oh yeah, I want him. I like want, I know like, there's a lot of competition in the HBCU schools and everything like that, but I, like I, I want him to play big schools. I mean, if you have Deion Sanders as a coach, you're going to bring in a lot of big recruits. Yeah. So I have a feeling eventually he's going to have a case to be like, all right, we want to play D1 fucking football. I want to play fucking... I want to play Alabama. You start off with a lower team. You start off with a lower... You start off with like a Vanderbilt. Yeah. I would start with like a Notre Dame. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Notre oh, Dame's a fraud. Right, right per- I mean, fire. Iowa, you could throw them against Iowa. In the fire? Is that what you just said, Eric? Yeah, yeah honestly, Notre it's Dame. Notre it's Dame. top four school. It's Notre Dame. It's a man. top four school at what? They get blown out every year they make the playoffs. Yeah, they they make the playoffs because they don't play anybody. They're frauds, just like Iowa. That's why I would start with the Notre Dame. They're like the biggest school, but they're the shittiest big school. I was starting with the shittiest SEC football team, and that is Vanderbilt. Give them the Ivy Leagues, Yale, Harvard. I mean, don't blow them out of the water. Put them them against like... Rutgers. Yeah, they'll beat Rutgers. Put them against Florida State. Yeah, I can see that too. I just can't believe Nick Saban's out here. Like, let him play Maryland. So I <laughs> have worked too. <laughs> I do have video of the first couple oh, minutes of the Jimbo Fisher press conference. If you want me to play it, go ahead. All right. So, again, if you want to feel free to interrupt, guys. But this is Jimbo Fisher's response to Nick Saban. Last night in Alabama. Uh, yes, I will. First of all, I'll say it's a shame that we have to do this. It's really despicable. It's despicable that somebody can say things about somebody and an organ. More importantly, 17-year-old kids. You're taking shots at 17-year-old kids and their families. And they broke state laws. They're, they're, they're all money. They're, we bought every player on this group. We never bought anybody. No rules were broken. Nothing was done wrong. It was all in the, and the way we do things, the ethics in which we do things. And these families, it's despicable that a reputable head coach can come out and say this when he doesn't get his way or things don't go his way. The narcissist in him doesn't allow those things to happen. It's ridiculous, but when, when he's not on top. And the parody in college football he's been talking about, go talk to coaches who coach for him. You'll find out all the parody. Go dig into wherever he's been. You can find out anything. And it's a shame that you got to sit there and defend 17-year-old kids and families in Texas A&M because we do things right. We're always going to do things right. But we are, we're always going to be here. We're doing a heck of a job. These coaches have done a great job. Our players have done a great job. The whole organization of recruiting people. It's despicable that we got to sit there at this level of ball and, and say these things to defend the people of this organization, the kids, 17-year-old kids, and their families. It's amazing. Some people think they're God. Go dig into how God did his, his deal. You may find out about, about a guy that a lot of things you don't want to know. We built him up to be the czar of football. Go dig into his past or anybody that's ever coached with him. You can find out anything you want to find out, what he does and how he does it. And it's despicable. It really is. And it's a shame we have to sit up here and have this conversation about things we do. And, it, and it's personal to us? Yes, it is. It's personal to AM, it's personal to our players, it's personal to our coaches, and everybody involved. And I know the guy. I know him really well. It's amazing that we're allowed to do those things. It's really despicable. And I, and I hate it. For our players who are coming here, who did things the right way, have done things the right way, and will continue to do things the right way, I apologize to you, the people who insult you publicly, the way they're doing it. And our fans, I, I apologize to you guys for people saying those things about Texas A&M. I promise you this. There are no, there are no violations. There are nothing wrong. Okay, that right there. For Jimbo Fisher to say, we don't buy players. I I understand you want to – there's not a shot in hell they have it. That guy did that shit. And let me tell you why. <laughs> he was way too adamant about, these are 17-year-old kids. You're coming after seven – no, he wasn't. He was coming after you. 
He was coming after you and the way you recruit the kids playing on your team. He wasn't going after the kids at all. Any kid at 17 is going to go, hell yeah, give me that money. He was going after the organization and you, and you were trying to make it about the kids to get the attention off of what is actually going on behind closed doors. That dude is guilty as fuck. Yeah. But they all do it. Oh, of course. Everybody does it. Do but it. why are we Every, pretending everyone... they don't? Well, cool. well that's, yeah. spinning that's right, the yeah. thing. The NCAA doesn't give a shit anymore, apparently. Well, isn't it only... Yeah, no. They, they can all get money and shit now. Like, anywhere. Right? Well, they can get paid for their, their names. Yeah, and, and their signatures yeah. and stuff. And I all. Yeah, but that doesn't mean the schools can pay them directly. Oh, okay. No, Ill-y-a. for going there, no, you can't yeah. do that. That's still illegal. Yeah, but the still... NCAA really isn't enforcing any rules right now because they just made it legal to pay the kids anyway, so they're going to get deals. So if you're a school, and I'm not paying you, but our school has a deal with Nike, so and if you become paying, one of us, Nike's going to pay you yeah. separately for your name and likeness and put it on the jersey and all that jazz. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, different schools can break up the amount of money because I still think if the schools sell, uh, like stuff with the players' names on it in the school store, can they pay the kids? I don't know that. I that? don't know because if that's possible, you could I feel just like you're still paying them too if you give them a full ride to the school. Dude, like, that's the Rays not just blew a two-run lead in the tenth inning. No, You've got to be kidding me! That it's five just five happened. now. We were just looking at it. It was five. It's three. five five, <laughs> and I just it. No sports book would let me hedge. Oh. Bottom of the tenth. That this is, is unbelievable. Right. I understand. I'm looking at the sports book. Fuck. All right. What's next on the list? You want me? Well, you want me to play the last minute? Or you want no, it's fine. We got the gist. I mean, listen. Jimbo Fisher is out here defending, and I think defending a little too hard. Yeah. A little too hard. Like, just. Just a scotch too I much. Made a also, brief don't statement. act like you like he's definitely in there. Maybe that school has definitely paid people. Like, definitely, and like, like listen, as do most big schools like that. I understand being offended, and I understand you know trying to be like, no, you know, we're still a reputable school, whatever. But like when you when you blow it up like that and you make it that big of a scene, yeah. There's something going on there. Yeah. It's because he got a little too close to home, and you're scared. Yeah. You're scared. He's going to look into you, so you're like, no, this is absolutely ridiculous. The first- These are 17-year-old kids. Don't put them through an investigation. <laughs> don't investigate us. Please don't investigate <laughs> us. Investigate him. <laughs> look what he's doing. Minutes. Yeah, look into his past. That's in literally what he said. Look at his one. past. The things he's done will shock you. In the first three minutes, Jimbo Fisher referred to Nick Saban as a narcissist once. Despicable six times and God twice. <laughs> yeah. too hard. All right, what's next? Happen. Next up, we're switching gears. We're moving over to the MLB. And we are going to talk about uh, the Cubs and Diamondbacks combined tonight for 10 home runs. Mm. It was a wild game. I was watching it. Diamondbacks won, what, 10 6? Yeah. I Josh can't believe Rojas the Rays are about to do this to me. I really Josh, can't. <laughs> Josh Rojas had three. That's all I know. I'm not, watch- I'm not spending my time watching the Cubs and Diamondbacks. Diamondbacks are above 500. Yeah. They're doing well. Yeah, good for them. Good for them. They do. They deserve I mean, it. And they were like, and they have like, they've taken a lot of shit over yeah, the years. Good they, for them. And they don't have many big names on that team. I can't name a Saint Madison Bumgarner. That's, That's the only That's one it. I can name. But to be over five hundred at this point in the season in for that them, division, in that division, yeah, like, and who knows? Maybe they go on a run. Give them a trophy. Over. Yeah, give, give them, them trophy. the trophy now. <laughs> Crown them. <laughs> I mean. Was the Cubs? That's true. <laughs> and also, Eric, a couple weeks ago, you were talking about Hendricks being their ace. He he was the one who let up like three three home runs, I think. At least two. I know that. What's next, Trish? Still baseball, right? Yeah, next oh. is still baseball. Scherzer. Max Scherzer is hurt and out. What? Yeah, six, 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 six to eight. Six to eight, six to eight weeks. Six to eight weeks. Probably until after the All Star break. First of all, a I'm not surprised. This was our. I'm stunned they, actually. This they, wasn't our lead baseball uh, baseball story. And it's okay. N- number number two, he's out until at least the All Star break. Easily, yeah. Uh, Are you I, okay? Yeah. We oh okay. Did, did we go into the season expecting a thirty? Oh, well, how old is he? Thirty four. He's gonna get. He's gonna get hurt at some point. Like, it's gonna happen. Before. You know, I asked you about this earlier in the year. Like, yeah. right when they signed him. I was like, he's fine. And, and you were talking about how you worried about DeGrom staying healthy. I'm like, aren't you worried about this old-ass pitcher it's you right. just signed staying healthy? You're like, ah, rah, 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 it's, rah, all right. rah. it's all right. We're going to trade Dom Smith was, and some prospects for a good, pitcher. That was a very good Zach impression. Yeah, it was pretty good. Spot on. One of my better ones, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, well, John 
Don Jalietta is your actually oh, your yeah. best one. But that's probably your best by far. I mean, I, if we trade Dom Smith because he's not going to get everyday playing time, and he and wants he hasn't that, he hasn't like up until this point. Yeah, and he's not going to, and he wants it. So they're probably going to trade him and some prospects. Probably Ronnie Maruccio. That's who I would think at least. Um, and we'll try and get in another pitcher. I don't know who we would get at this point, but we definitely need. Well, one I heard more they're pitcher. in on what Manea is that? Manea, would, I wouldn't mind that. I mean, we're just poaching it. I mean, he's not I heard the like A's anymore, five but. teams. Really? Right, yeah. Because I guarantee you he's... Oh, no, no. Okay, not Manea, then... Uh, he's not Frankie on the Montes. A's Who's yeah, Montes. Montes, yeah. yeah. He's not bad either. I w- I, like, I'll take anybody from that A's pitching rotation. They're all solid guys that can work deep in the games. And I think if we just, you know, weather the storm until DeGrom gets back, because he's ramping up right now. Hopefully he can stay He's in. ramping up. He's ra- He's throwing from distance now. It's fine. <laughs> So he's it's probably Syndergaard all over again, except instead of Syndergaard, you have Max Scherzer. Syndergaard, don't talk to me about Scherzgrom. No, because either no, way, you're still just leaving. You have all of Degrom in there still. Leave, leave if alone. we could just get through this road trip, like unscathed, I'll be okay. What's on the road trip? Uh, I know we got Colorado this weekend. If you play any games, yeah, I don't the know. Way that's fucking going. And I don't know. I haven't looked at the schedule, but I don't know. What's going to happen if they can't get all three of these games in? They might have to just add them in at the end of the year because <laughs> fly out to Colorado for a quick three game set. So we got Colorado and three games with San Francisco next week, and then we have two weeks straight, or a week and a half straight of division games, and then the Dodgers, San Diego, and the Angels. So if we can, if these next three weeks we can come out still winning series, or at least most of these series, I think we'll be fine. But it's the real test is this next three weeks. So who's your, what's your pitching rotation look like now with now no DeGrom and no Scherzer? See, that's where it gets tricky. Um, I know today was supposed to be Carrasco going. He's probably going tomorrow. So who's your one now? One would probably be... Tyler McGill? Well, he's injured at the moment. Yeah. But Bassett? I'd say Bassett, Carrasco, um, Walker... Walker. And then the back end, we don't know. Probably Trevor Williams is going to be the fifth guy, which tough, tough, yeah. tough. Although he did all right. So Trevor Williams is pitching the eight, eight o'clock game tomorrow. Carrasco is pitching the three thirty game, three ten game, and then you got Walker on Sunday. And there's just to be determined. At for least the rest you have of the a week. Uh, you have a pretty good cushion in the division. Yeah. Seven and, games over and that's the Phillies. The thing. If we have and the Phillies are playing the Dodgers for a three game set this weekend. I've been on the Phillies and, to win this division. So. What if we can say, get through this next two weeks and then face Philly and Washington and hopefully keep adding to that and win against Philly and Washington, I, I don't see us having a problem until a couple weeks, maybe a month and down. Holy Zach, shit, the Rays got out of that inning. Zach, I told you this yesterday, um, and I stand by it. Not talked about enough is what a good bounce back season Carrasco's having. Oh yeah, he's unbelievable this year. I mean, he's, granted, he, he's had form. one or two iffy starts where he was left in the third and fourth inning. I feel like every pitcher, though, to start this season had some kind of iffy start. Yeah, it's going to happen in in a season that you have a... a, I mean, the last three years, you haven't really had spring training. And this year was, what, like three and a half weeks, four weeks. Yeah, yeah. something like that. And you guys want to talk about Arizona. That's why they were winning games. Merrill Kelly and Zach Gollin. Yeah, they they are workhorses for them this year. I don't know why uh, all of a sudden they're just, you know, striking everybody out and winning games. But but my, my new dude... Love to see it. My new dude in baseball... For the National League, as far as pitching goes, it's my guy Pablo Lopez down in Miami. I do want to talk about Edwin Diaz. I have oh. to. I, I do want to apologize to oh. Edwin Diaz. Yeah, we got Here apologies we go. to make all over the yeah. place. I'm thinking about calling out my own sports betting in the hope that I have to make an apology about it a week later. later yeah, that's how bad it's I'm been doing happening right a lot. But for the past two years, I've been so poorly. Uh, poorly res- is not. I don't know, I've been I've been very You've harsh. You've been shitting on yeah, this I've been man shitting hard. on this man for the past two and years. Basically, and since he got thing. there, and he has struck out. I believe it's close to half the batters that he has faced this year, and he's been on us unstoppable since the no hitter that we threw. Yep, I was gonna say, I when when they he's, signed Diaz, or they, when they traded for Diaz in 2019, I said give him. I was on that pod. I was on a podcast in 2019. I believe I told you. I said, "Give give it one more year." Well, what and makes me laugh? That, ever since it, that one, ever since 2020, he has been so much better. Yeah, and I, 
And and you know what's crazy too is he's went through all the booze that he's had to deal and with. And there were plenty and of there booze. were plenty of booze and all the problems that he's had. And he's coming out here this year in a year that we really needed a closer to just please step exact. up and strike <laughs> Do people. Do something. Out. Yeah, like exact. please just will, close out games and he's will, doing it. I will tell you this though. Which Mets closer over the past 20, 25 years has not dealt with booze? Let me just rattle off a few. Franco. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Booed. Benitez. Booed. Booed. Probably uh, Parnell. Booed. Booed. Victor Zambrano. <laughs> Booed. Um, Billy Wagner. Booed. Booed, which, at, booed at certain times. That, yeah, it d- depends on the time. K-Rod. K-Rod. Of course. Well, he, he's a whole different story. <laughs> <That's there>. a, <laughs> yeah. Frank Francisco. Yeah, booed. Every clo- we haven't had a good close. That's more of the story. Past 20, 30 years, we don't Bobby have. Par- we're not very good with closers. And I'll I'll do, I'll do the express ones here. Bobby Parnell, good, but got booed at times. Jose Valverde. Yeah, booed. He got booed. They've all dealt with it. Before they've you- all blown <laughs> games that just they before, just. Yeah, of course, not- you're the Mets. Of course, that's yeah. what yeah. you finally, do. Before you finally had some consistency at the first bit of Familia's time here, but by the end of it. He got booed. I, I actually yelled at him when I was in Philly and I was standing outside the bullpen. He caused you a lot of stress. He, oh, well, yeah, that's, that's a, nice. a lot. Uh, they were all huddled up uh, doing a prayer before the game, and as soon as they finished, because I didn't want to, I, I didn't want to be a heathen and you know interrupt their prayer. Oh, of course but, not. Trish nods in approval. <laughs> Respect that. But as soon as they were done praying, I, I you let them have oh, it. Oh, I let them have it. I, I said, how does it, how do you feel? Uh, Playing with Familia, like all this stuff. How many runs is he gonna let? Just, up? just the worst fucking chirp yeah. you've ever heard in your life. <laughs> you wear red. Yeah, you oh! wear red. <laughs> no, I, I said some worse stuff, but I, just off the top of my head, I can't hear. Uh, can't what does the P it? stand for, pussy? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Why are you named after a city? <laughs> I also Philadelphia Phillies get real, <laughs> real creative. So, moral of the story is Edwin Diaz. I am sorry. Even though you caused me a lot of pain waking up the next day on a, a West Coast game and seeing like a five-run ninth inning, <laughs> <laughs> but you know it happens, I guess. There were a few of those. Well, there were Zach, plenty of those. Zach, the the worst one was that one in Washington. Oh yeah. You know which one, one we I'm talking up about? Like ten four. Oh, I remember that yeah, game. That was you, great. I, we did I'll a podcast like that the next we, day. We did. That was great. Zach, all right. I what's wasn't... what's wait, wait? We gotta we gotta move past the Mets. We're done with the Mets. What's next on the list? Trevor's story is good now. Yeah, I, yeah. Another person, another, another yeah, and then yeah, just immediately is good again. Listen, we take this one of two ways, guys. Fuck. Either story, you know, has to thank us, which would be nice. That would or be. we have to apologize to him. No, that's the former. I'm not apologizing to anyone. I called you out on your shit play. Now, this has happened twice. Granted, the Reds lost tonight because they are still, in fact, the Reds. But the Reds went on that little bit, little streak. They swept Milwaukee. Or took two or three against Milwaukee or whatever. Yes, and, you know, but, listen, I, I, I got to admit, when I'm wrong, yeah. and I was wrong about the Trevor story tomorrow, Michael, right back to the way he was. Could've. But, you know, okay, whatever. Big and shout out some... to Aroldis Chapman. You're pitching like shit. I want to replace you with Michael King or Clay Holmes. There you go. Make There's me... your fucking wake up call. Make and him have know, to apologize. I know Cincinnati lost, but only giving up two runs to a very talented Blue Jays squad is nothing to laugh at. I want to shout out to Houston Astros losing to the Rangers right now, three nothing in the eighth. Battle of Texas. Yeah. So yeah. Trying to think, if there's anybody else I want to call out? Thank us, Trevor. Daniel Story. Jones has been playing like shit these last two years. Do something. Do bitch. something. Yeah. Saquon Barkley, your ACL. Okay, he's always right. hurt. He's always hurt. Right. 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 Are, are you attacking his ACLs? You're goddamn right I am. <laughs> Why'd you take him out for a whole season? <laughs> just, just lean down, look at it, get, get, look at his knee. Get better. Get better. You gotta do better ACL. <laughs> All right, what's next? Uh, next, we are our final topic is the NBA, and uh, the only game that's been played since our last episode was. Well, there's a game going on right now as well. Oh, okay. yeah, I'm gonna check the score right. Well, now. The only... Warriors, Mavs, though, right? Oh, well, Heat, Boston. All right, they're coming oh, yeah, back a little too, bit. Yeah. yeah, the Mavs are up 15 right now. I bet you Luca's got like 30. It was a 20 Luka, point game probably. at half. So. He had 24 Luka. at halftime. He still got 24. One, All right, Luca hit one from deep earlier. It looked pretty Seven nice. Assists. Oh man, there was a bet on FanDuel, Luca, and Steph to combine for eight threes. They have eight right now. Oh. Wow. Uh. Did you know, how many did Luca have in game one? Do you know any off the three. top of your head? They, Steph and, uh, and Luca both had three. 
Like how many overall points though? Total points. Uh, thirty. No, twenty-four. Yeah, twenty-four. Okay, he did not. He touched Jaylen the ball. He touched the ball once in the fourth quarter, and it was only on a technical free throw. Really? Yeah. Because yeah, they were getting he had blown his, out. You could t- he, he had his shoulder bothering him. You could tell. And so when they got face. when they got down by a lot late, their thing was we're just we're just gonna shoot threes. Um, that, yeah, that's um, the only way we could try and get back in this. Yeah, hope they yeah, hope for the best. See if they can. Um, get hot. Spencer Dinwiddie has no points. Really? See, that's tough because you need that contribution off the bench. He has been good for them, basically all playoff. Yeah. You need that off the bench. Clay Thompson, when... Draymond Green combined forty-seven minutes, nine points. That's not good either. That's Clay, good. Clay, every single series so far has had a slow start to the series. Yeah. He's picked it up see... as it goes on, but I want to see more Jordan Poole. You, if you're Golden State, I still think Golden State wins the series. You I do really think. don't want to be one-one going back to Dallas because Dallas has played really well at home. Oh, yeah. But I still like Golden State. I still think they have. I, I do think because I don't think Poole is going to be sticking around long term. I think this is their last run. You don't think Poole sticks around? I feel like the, the Golden State can go over the cap to sign him. They have bird rights. Uh, yeah, but I've heard they are not willing to go over by that much. Because Poole's going to demand probably a max or close to it, especially if he keeps this play up. Because he knows somebody that, somewhere will give it to him. Yeah, yeah. Thing is that, Sorry to go back, but they, look at they how much snow Colorado yeah, they, can, they can lose Jordan Poole, Fuck. and that the, the machine's going to not break. Yeah. Lose a cog or two, or but. you can keep Jordan Poole and get one of the three. Get rid of one of the three. They're not going to let any of the three go. They're gonna gonna if Warriors. you had to choose, which one are you getting rid of? Because guess who's going to be developing if Jordan Poole leaves? We all know Austin Kaminga, Gary Payton. Draymond. 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 Yeah, those those two guys are going to be developing on their own. You get rid of Draymond. Draymond's your answer? Oh, yeah. Draymond's You're not, you're not getting key. rid of the Splash Bros. Uh, Draymond low-key, though, might be the second most important player on the Warriors. Yeah, he's become stuff. a real good facilitator in this second part of his career, and he's still damn good at defense. Yeah, but if you're going to get rid of one of the three, that's the one you're going to get rid of. No, I feel the other like two are going to retire Warriors. I mean, Clay. If you, I mean, listen, Clay. Obviously, he's dangerous when he gets hot, like he does. But it's, you know. it's been a struggle. Granted, this year has been tough. Came in late, but it's been a struggle for him to get hot a lot. Yeah, I mean, you guys are also talking like this team is not at all going to beat Boston or Miami. No, they, 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 they very. I much think they beat Boston. I think Miami's a struggle. Miami's. I feel like either is going to be. I a think tough they win no matter what. Series. Really? Mm-hmm. Do you think they're favorites right now? Oh, absolutely. They're the top team betting wise to bet to win the NBA Finals. Well, let's see them get past really. this series first. Yeah, I still think you know Luca has a chance here. I think the West is favored in the final no matter what. Absolutely, because this is Luca Doncic's coming out party. Oh yeah, like we knew he was. We knew he was great, but People this is him putting it on display on a national stage night after night. He was bad two nights ago, and he still dropped twenty four and like six rebounds. Oh, in game, in game one? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, that was an off game for his standards, and even then... It's an off game for him. It's like... People are comparing it's a good game this for anybody else. to uh, LeBron in his first playoff in, like, 06. I would probably... If I had to get one, rid of one of the three, just going back to that, I'd probably get rid of Clay. You, you needed the comeback. You needed the full circle. We got the full circle. Yeah. But you can have Steph, Draymond... Clay, and, and no matter what happens, this is if they can keep Poole around, you're going to transition from Steph Clay Draymond into Kuminga, um, Moody, Looney, Wiseman, um, Mo- Mo- Wiseman, Moses Moody, not Looney. You don't like Kevon Looney? I mean, he's good. But I don't think he's like no one's. Kevon Looney him. is starting to figure it out. I don't think anyone's yeah. looking at him to oh, become like. You'd be surprised. I mean, now you, Wiseman, now you have. A, oh, I understand. But you can now, run him as a one-two if you want to run two bigs out there. Yeah, that is where would, they're that is where they're most vulnerable if you get a big lineup out there. Yeah, because now you can run two bigs out there: Kevon Looney and James Wiseman. But the so other thing, you go from that three to a three of Kuminga, Wiseman, and Poole. That's true. That's With that's basically Looney. a seamless transition for th- like two years of being really bad. Yeah. Yeah, but the other thing is this: you also are not going to probably have to move on from any of them because all of them, if they're smart would take pay cuts to stay in Golden State. That's also true. 
I mean, it doesn't matter of the owners. Who is it, Lacob? If if he wants to pay more, the luxury yeah. tax, so you guys, which talking, you this you is a, this is a thing you you be going you could be going way way over though because oh, you yeah. guys are talking about moving on from any of the three. I don't think we're even going to come to that scenario. Uh, I think one of them gets. I don't think there's a realistic option. I think one of them goes, especially if they win this year. I think one of them definitely goes. I don't think like they they've all talked about wanting to retire together. You know, let's go. Ra- How as old the is Clay? Score. Uh, they get in 6-5 ball game. Clay Thompson. I know he's in his 30s. Clay Thompson's 32. So Thompson's 32, and Steph is what 33? Probably 33, yeah. 34. 34. He's and then you got Draymond. He's got to be 34 also. He's just become so good. He's a really good fucking passer now. You yeah. think Clay might he hang him up soon? Been. Like if he if, if he comes out next season, I could realistically see. Because what does he have? Two years left on his contract. He signed that max right before that finals or during that finals where he tore his right ACL. Finals, right after, yeah. and it was a four-year deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, five years. Five. Yeah. So he's got but I could really years. see, especially if he wins. I could see go out him. on top. Yeah. Four rings. Just fuck yeah. it. Dude, I mean, after he rehabbed for two straight years to get back on the court, do you really think he'd retire? It's not like we also don't know the day-to-day grind it has on his legs. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. Because that's something we be... haven't heard. We haven't heard about maintenance or anything when it comes to Clay. It's just he he's has... an off night here and there. He doesn't but... complain though. He never no. does. He never is like, oh yeah, that's. I love that's I Clay. love Clay Thompson, but if I'm moving one of the three, yeah, I think Dre... Clay is Warriors. an all-time player. He's an, he's a Hall of Famer. But when it comes to developing the next generation and what you have with Draymond and Steph, the the stuff Draymond can instill on the youth is crazy. I think it doubles what Clay brings when it comes to developing another player. Warriors you look at the presence that Andre Iguodala has had. He hasn't played since the first fucking round, but he's on the bench talking to Poole, talking to all these young guys, trying to just give them the ins and outs of what it's like to play, you know, playoff basketball. Um, Warriors have cut it to a six-point game. It's a six-point oh, game. Wow. You see, we're, we're, we're gassing them up, and they're actually doing yeah. the shit we're talking about. They're welcome. Dude, <laughs> at, like, to speak a little bit to Draymond's ability, though, I saw him firsthand when I was in San Fran. I saw the Warriors play the Heat when they were visiting. And Draymond, just the way he facilitates the entire floor, even on defense, oh, that's, that, the score for that Rangers-Hurricanes game is just not what you want to see. Fuck the No, chaos. it's what I want to see. Fuck the Rangers. Specifically, because of that bottom bet. Sebastian oh, Ajo to score and the Hurricanes to win. He Ooh. scores with two seconds left in the game. Nice. There you Seven. go. But, uh, no, yeah, Draymond, yeah. just, you can always see him calling out matchups on the floor, put it, like, almost being the quarterback for the defense. He's not the guy State. I think you would have expected to be a father figure type to a young team, but he's really played that role well. Yeah. Also, it's amazing what happens when you give Andrew Wiggins time in, in the playoffs. Andrew Wiggins has been good. We didn't even talk about him when it comes to He's been fucking phenomenal. He phenomenal. locked up Luka in game one. He did, yes. Which is insane to think about. And he was efficient from the floor on offense, which, I mean, Andrew Wiggins has had his fair share of struggles. It's been well documented everywhere he's went. He's played really well he is for Golden Har- State he this is playoff. He's the Harrison Barnes for this new version of Golden Oh, I State miss Harrison Barnes. But he's better than Harrison Barnes, even though, like, you know, honestly, Harrison Barnes got shit on for that really terrible finals performance yeah. in 16, but he's actually a solid player nowadays, but he's in Sacramento, so no one cares. And then there's uh the other series, Heat-Celtics, which Heat is Celtics. just a defensive struggle most of the time. Well, I mean, well, I mean, both games have been lost, time. though, kind of, actually. Oh, yeah, yeah, but... Points have been hard to come by, especially early on in the game. It usually yeah. a team pulls away second half, give or take. End of the second quarter it usually starts. But if I'm the Heat, I'm not liking the way this is yeah. going. The crazy stat to know about the series so far is the Heat have only won one quarter out of the eight quarters played so far. Yeah. And that was the third quarter mm-hmm. in game one where they... Outscored the Celtics something like forty six to like nineteen, something crazy like that. They were totally expected to win Game One, especially without Al, without Al Horford and Marcus Smart. I was on here last podcast saying I don't see a way the Celtics win this series, but if Jason Tatum can play the way he did the other night in Game Two, he limit his turnovers. He's like I think third or fourth in the NBA playoffs at turnovers. He's got to limit those, especially against a team in Miami that is a so good defensively and b so good at capitalizing off turnovers. If he can limit those. And, you know, you can get seven, eight boards out of Al Horford. Maybe 
10 points. Marcus Smart can have the night he had the other in game two. You know, that, that was, that the was Celtics, amazing. The Celtics are in the driver's seat. They took one game on the road. That's all you need. Yeah, the thing that might change the series for the worst and put in the series in Celtics uh, in the favor of the Celtics is that they uh, rushed Kyle Lowry back from injury yeah. in the series against the Sixers. You know, they were up 2-0. They're like, yeah, let's really stop on What the is next. the status on Lowry? It's to be determined. Apparently, he aggravated it. Questionable for game three. I feel like if they definitely go down two one, I think he'll definitely play game four. Um, you guys, you guys want to know why Golden State's come back? Dallas is three for fourteen in the third. That's, yeah. See, that's been their problem. Yep, they can't finish because they were on a pace in game one. I think it was to make like sixty threes, and yeah. then they stopped hitting fucking shots. They, they kept cold, forcing yeah. it. Three and for fifteen now. The broadcast touched on it greatly. When they were struggling, Jason Kidd wasn't calling a timeout. It's a young team still with a young superstar in Luka Doncic. I'm going to let you figure this out. I'm not going to bail you out with a timeout. I'm going to let you guys fi- figure this out. What do you I have? think Jason Kidd's done a very good job down there. He has done a good job, but I feel like that's a bit of a questionable decision, though, because I feel like once once you see like the the lead start to shrink or no, you know, like yeah, but grow, I, I guess. I feel like you can get away with it. From. At that point, it was only like, already like a 22-23 point game in the third quarter. In game one of a series, you can get away with it. You're definitely not doing it in game like five, six, or seven. Yeah, you need to but be taken. Let, the let game Luca out. learn what this is like. I'm, Jason I'm, Kidd went through his fair shares of it when he was around this league. Yeah. I was gonna say I'm done with this Jason Kidd slander as head coach. Yeah, he's definitely turned the narrative down there, especially with this run the Mavericks have been on. Yeah, yeah. from from the soda timeout to now, it's been a crazy transformation. Okay, I'll give him props because he has turned it around. But I mean. I'm not going to pretend he didn't deserve the criticism back when he was in Milwaukee. He absolutely did deserve it. Or when he and was Brooklyn. coach of the Nets. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, although when he was the coach of the Nets, he had the Knicks. all-time greatest oh, coaching decision. Knicks legend. He's best, not a Knicks legend. Knicks legend. John, is he a Knicks, Knicks legend? legend? He's a Nets legend. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say he's a Knicks he's legend. He's a Knicks legend. Knicks legend. Listen, that's that's the cursed image to me. He's, he's as much of a Knicks legend as Steve Francis, John. Steve Francis was... Nasty for the Knicks. <laughs> Jared oh, Jared Jack. Jack is... Jared Jack. <laughs> Double never... nickels. Stephon Stephon Marbury, John. I'll never forget the highlight of Jared Jack, the first game of the 2018 season, when he literally tried to throw like a lob pass and it literally went all the way <laughs> to the stands. There was a lot of criticism on the hire with Jason Kidd, especially with how his career's gone post-basketball when he first got down to Dallas, but it's paid off. You know yeah. who's very happy that Jason Kidd's the head coach? Luca. Luca's thriving under this system. And you know yeah. who else is thriving under this system despite his poor game tonight? Dinwiddie. The Spencer bless Dinwiddie, bless you. The Spencer Dinwiddie acquisition when they moved on from Christoph Porzingis. Because they, they admitted that, listen, this isn't going to work. We need to go get an asset. They go out and get Spencer Dinwiddie, who has been marvelous off the bench. I, it was a tough move because I know Kristaps and Luca. Kind of close, but going in and getting that other guy, that was really important. Yeah. I think hey, it's tell him, Calgary scored. Seven to goals. go. Yes. It's just an interesting move to me, though, that like Dallas was even that really was able that to just started. I know. get that trade to good. be taken by Washington. Like, Washington, yeah, they got off the Bertans contract. He's been good for them, too. Yeah. Has he, though? Mm-hmm. I know, I'm, like, I'm also, in a roll off the bench, like, you're not expecting a lot? Yeah. I also don't really like, and this is all sports, how players are just referred to as cap dumps. You know, sometimes they're meaningful assets, too, especially in yeah. the NBA. Davis Bertans has been a meaningful asset for the Dallas Mavericks, and you've seen it throughout the playoffs. But, like, I I mean, I'm not sure, like, how accurate the stats are I saw for him, but, like, isn't he getting paid $18 million a year and he's averaging, like, three points a game in these in this postseason? I mean, I don't like check basketball ref. Take a look like, right now. I mean, I'm, I'm I'm not trying to slander him. I mean, I know he he might have had a few good games here and there scattered in between, but I remember I could have sworn I saw like an article about like how well, last game he had no points. He's just, 13 like, minutes zero points. Contributor. He's got um, six tonight. But here, like, but but here's some good ones. Good. Nineteen, 19 minutes. Last couple 10, games. Nineteen minutes, ten points. 13 minutes, 12 points. 19 minutes, 9 points against Phoenix on that Phoenix series. You're not expecting the same thing you were out of him, let's say, in Washington. No. Yeah. He's he's doing well in a reduced role. Yeah, he's like, been playing well defensively, too. I think the thinking behind the move is, you know, I know we, we've 
it's like kind of diminishing that referring to him just as the salary dump. But when his contract does come off the books in a year or two, they're going to be looking at that eighteen million coming off and being like, okay, how do we get more talent yeah. here to play with Luka? John, you know, in, another star. And it's 20, not it's not going to be hard. In yeah, twenty nineteen, Davis Bertans averaging twenty nine point three minutes a night in Dallas, thirteen point nine. So you're cutting him by more than half. Yeah. I mean, listen. I mean, it's to me, it's just like you got to bite the bullet with the salary just to be able to clear cap in a few years. I mean, Porzingis, like you said, they came to the conclusion that it wasn't going to work out. So you got to do what you got to do. Get the contract off the books. Yeah. All right. Well, that's basically it. That was a very filled episode for not any for not really any NFL stuff. Just yeah. some minor stuff. There's things that go on outside of the NFL, buddy. Yeah, but you know, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. We did Mets and Max Scherzer for like 10 minutes. We did yeah, a lot of Jets talk. Yeah. yeah. Been a long episode. Any news break while we were doing this? Oh, <laughs> uh, the Rangers lost. That's about it. Rangers lost. And, um. Is that really news, though? No. It was expected. <laughs> and the Razor about to win. Five. All right. So, every episode of the Too Many Men Sports Podcast is available wherever you get your podcasts. We will be back next Tuesday breaking down some more NHL, NBA playoffs. Maybe we the Red also Sox won. We were, oh, Red Sox, yeah, Red Sox won 7-4 over the Mariners. 7-3. Um, yeah. uh, we will also be breaking down any kind of news that comes out. Who knows? It might be another big football thing. Who knows? It happens all the time. The Lakers might have their head coach. They probably will have their head coach by then, I would say. They're down to three options. But we will break that down when it happens. So we will see you on Tuesday for an episode of Too Many Men. Bye, everybody.